0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of I Got This Kid. I'm your host, Sharina Williams, excited podcaster, mother of two and wife of one. So I'm going to get comfortable for today's episode because I'm about to be touching on some touchy stuff or talking about some touchy stuff. And I just want us all to get extremely comfortable for this elephant in the room that I am going to address today. So go ahead and grab your water, your tea, or whatever you fancy. Something snackable maybe, maybe a notepad and a pencil, maybe a pen, maybe something along those lines. Um, We are going to be talking about a united front. And um, this was put on my heart to talk about in light of not just everything that is going on with us having to be at home with each other, but also because so many people ask us, my husband and I got married when we were 12, at least it feels like we were 12. And so now all of our friends who are, you know, our same age are starting to get married and they're starting to have kids, but we've been married for over 10 years. And so they're like, well, what's the recipe? Or what is it, you know, that keeps you guys together? what is it that, Helps keep you guys, you know, having fun and raising the kids and having fun for the most part. You know, there's some days some people heads, heads roll off the chopping block. You know, sometimes there's some weeks. Welcome to marriage. Right. But honestly, y'all, I I wanted to just give it to you guys straight from my perspective, my experience, what I've learned and how to help you guys become a united front so your little sugars are not taking manage of you because i see it all too often when our parents are not on the same page and guess who gets to reap the benefits of the two adults not being on the same page yep your sugar So that's what I'm going to talk about. So get ready, y'all. Don't be mad at me. And even if you are mad at me, like don't send me no hate messages or any hate mail or any tomatoes or anything like that because really I just have your best interests at heart. And honestly, being a world changer sometimes, it's not easy. Anytime. Oh my gosh. And I mean, anytime you are doing something that goes against the norm, it's going to challenge what commonly happens in the mainstream and so you know let's let's just get ready and do this together so all right y'all here we go (laughs) so here here it is why do you need to have a united front well again i've kind of alluded to the fact that having a united front really helps one you guys keep the peace in the home two it keeps your little sugar from taking advantage of things. And you're like, well, you keep saying United front, you keep, you know, throwing this out there. Why do we need to be united? Why do we need to have this, this going on? And, and it really honestly starts before your sugar even comes on the scene. Right? So think about those beautiful days. Let's go back. Oh man. When you were courting and you were happy and in love, and everything was beautiful and and the days were sunny even when it was raining or a tornado storm and everything about you was amazing to him and everything about him was amazing to you and it was just awesome and wonderful And oh my gosh, he finally proposed and said, will you marry me? And you said yes. And it was magical and it was beautiful. And you got married and you guys were so happy until year one of marriage. My year one really didn't happen until year five. But that year one that I hear about so often where it's like, oh my God, why did I do this? This is the worst year. Nothing he says is funny. Nothing he does is funny. And everything she does, she gets on my nerves. She's not the same person and all that great stuff, right? But because love and passion is still in the air during this time, guess what ends up happening? (laughs) Yep, you end up getting pregnant. A lot of times within those first few years, you get pregnant. I was one of them. And so what happens during that time is if you haven't established yourselves and had those hard talks and had those conversations, then so much is happening at a fast pace to where you can't even think about like, What do we both agree on? What do we value? What do we value? And not that theoretical, what do we value? But I'm talking about like, after you say I do, and you really had that chance to live together and know each other, like, what do we value? What are we, what are we trying to impart? What are we trying to do together? Some people go years of being married and never have these conversations. Why? Because who has these conversations? Stations. Well, Sharina does. I, I do. I do, and I do it for you guys because I want everybody to win. Like I so have a heart for everyone to win. I want you to win, and so I'm giving it to you straight. So, so what happens is these conversations don't happen, and you guys end up, and we all been there. I've even been there to where we end up in our marriage, and we hit like this, this roadblock to where, like it's like a stalemate almost because. And you guys aren't agreeing on anything, even down to the little things. And it simply means what's happening is you came from a house. Your spouse came from a house. Values and morals were established in that house. Values and morals were established in the other house. And you guys had character developed and you had disposition developed and you had humor And all of these things develop. Money matters. All of these things developed, right? Some people talk about money. Some people don't. Some people talk about feelings. Some people don't. Some people, you know, they they pretend like life doesn't happen. Some people face it head on. Some people come from dysfunction. All people come from some kind of dysfunction. Mm, Don't get it. Don't get it mixed up. But whatever it is, you guys bring all of this together. And guess what? What you grew up in? is totally different from what the other party grew up in very rarely did you guys come up in a household that's the same and even if you grew up in the same city in the same town or the same church and the same everything households are always run differently why because people are different character is different we bring what the generation before us imparts to us sometimes we get rid of some of the stuff we don't like but it's really when we come together and we don't quite deal with what we're bringing from home. We don't even realize it's what we're bringing from home until we start bumping heads with our spouse. It's a good thing, right? Because beauty comes from ashes and it's it's out of this conflict to where you're able to ah, recalibrate and figure out from there, rebuild rebuild what matters and it's being willing to be vulnerable enough and honest enough and getting rid of pride and saying to each other, hey, we need to address this. We need to address the elephant in the room. It's here and we need to deal with it and we need to face it head on. So it's really that you know, it's not acknowledging the problem because guess what, y'all? We do a great job acknowledging not only our problems. Okay, we do a better job acknowledging the next person's problems, right? Or their issues without really looking at our own. But it's it's really not just recognizing where the conflict comes into place. It's being willing to take that next step and say, how do we want to fix this? And sometimes it even means getting a third party, a, a neutral party involved, not mama or auntie in them, I'm talking about like a professional third party involved to help you guys get to peace and and harmony and figure out what it is you really value what it is you guys really wanna bring to the table. So, you know, little silly stuff like, you didn't wash that dish, why didn't you wash that dish? Or why are there, you know, there's clothes in the washer and and why didn't you take them out, put them in the dryer? Or, or, you know, can little such and such have this or why can't they have that? But it, it, it begins to be like these little things where you guys are almost bickering. Everybody's bickering and nitpicking at each other. Why? Because there's something underlying going on. And the underlying something that's going on there is that you haven't quite come to becoming like true partners. Like once you say "I do," like yeah, like you're in a union, but like that true partnership that's going to like sustain you and get you through. It's usually after you bump heads real good, and then you guys decide to fix it together and figure out those values and and what you agree on, what you don't agree on. So what happens going back to like that first? you know, year or two of getting pregnant, if that sugar comes and those values aren't established and those morals aren't established and how we, how we are going to live together in harmony and peace, if that's not established, then our sugar comes on the scene. And guess what you have now? More conflict. Because guess what? You still haven't dealt with what happened in your house and what happened in your house and you're still trying to push the agenda of what happened into your houses before you came one, became one, right? And so you're still trying to push, well, mama did it like this. So I'm going to do it like that. And he's still pushing, you know, well, my mama did it like this. Or my daddy did it like that. And it's, oh my gosh, but you're not your mom and your dad. You're not them. You're two totally different people. You're, you're different people. Yes, you, you have some characteristics and some traits like them, but you're different people with different purposes. And so when you don't come and and figure out that you ain't them, you ain't them, and the sugar comes on the scene, you're bringing that two homes into one home, which should be now the joining of one home, right? I'm going to say it again. When you don't deal with how our house is going to look and what we value and what we more like our morals, you end up accidentally bringing two homes into what should be one home. You don't want that. And so what happens is Sugar comes on the scene and it's a power struggle because you're still trying to do things one way and there's trying to do things another way and Little Sugar is picking up on that. And guess what? Little Sugar is so smart, it don't take long. Which parent is the funny parent? Which parent is the fun parent? Which parent is the disciplinarian? Which parent is the one who's assertive? Which one values academics? Which one is going to take me shopping? Which one is going to tell me absolutely no? Which one is going to tell me absolutely yes? You get my drift? And so little sugar is going to start gravitating to the yes man. And and little sugar is probably going to go away from the no man when they're trying to get their agenda, right? When they're trying to push that agenda, they're going to go to the one who they know is going to say yes. And then they're going to stay away from the one that says no. And if your communication is not great, little sugar, whether they say, hey, my parents, communication isn't great. They don't. They're not thinking like that. They're just thinking about getting agenda pushed. Right. And so if they know that you guys really aren't talking or communicating, guess what they're going to do? I'm going to go to mom and I'm going to ask her, can I have X? Mom tells me, no, I'm going to go to dad. And then I'm going to ask him the same thing. And guess what You know, he may say? Or it might be the other way around. Honestly, it it goes both ways, right? Honestly, it does. So I'm not picking on dads or moms. I'm saying it goes both ways, depending on what it is. And so you end up getting yeses when it should be noes or ends up being yeses be- honestly because you guys haven't gotten on the same page. And so this stuff keeps getting pushed through. And the envelope keeps getting pushed and you guys are looking at each other like why is this kid running this house and then you end up at each other's throats. But it's not it's not the sugar's fault and I'm not saying it's your fault either. Don't don't be like "Shree, you saying it's my fault and I'm not a good wife and I'm not a good husband." I ain't say that. I ain't say that. Don't don't put words in my mouth. I ain't say that. What I did say is that if you don't take that extra step to figure out how you're going to establish your house and what you guys mutually want to be your yeses and what you guys mutually want to be your no's and what you guys mutually want to be your maybes and the areas that you mutually want to figure out where you're going to compromise you're setting yourselves up for something that you don't want i am all about peace and i'm all about bringing peace and i love peace in the house I don't like conflict. And even with the conflict, I like resolving conflict immediately. Right. That That's where I'm at. And so I'm trying to help us all be better together by teaching you guys how to resolve this. If you haven't and if you have high five to you. All right. So so that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying if we don't deal sugar has it's, it's likely your sugar has a strong chance of getting away with stuff or being able to do stuff that you may not necessarily want them to get away with or things that you may not want them to do and and it's not funny and sometimes and i've seen it a lot to where i'll see one parent undermine the other parent in front of the kiddo and the kiddo you know the parent is laughing and they think it's funny and they try to like joke it off and laugh it off and i'm telling you don't don't do that do It's is disrespectful to your your mate Disrespectful to your kid because now your kid thinks that they can disrespect the parent, and that's not okay. I don't want little sugars growing up thinking that it's okay to disrespect adults because if they're disrespecting adults in the house, guess what they're going to do when it's time to go to school, when it's time to go to the workplace? They're going to feel like they can undermine authority. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying we should have a bunch of passive people running around this world, but I am saying like there are order, there's an order in things, and the order in your house is that the parents are is at the top of the food chain and then the little sugars and maybe the pets like pets don't really have a say like they get what they get they're great people i'm not saying like don't take care of your pets but i am saying like they're at the bottom of the food chain like parents kids pets goldfish all that right so i want you to bear that in mind that You guys have to be on the same page, and even if you guys are not on the same page in front of the sugar, don't elude that in front of the sugar. Don't argue in front of the sugar. Don't give side eyes in front of the sugar. Just you know, table it for later. After sugar's gone to sleep, you have that peaceful conversation. Or me and my husband are infamous for this. We will have text talk, texting. I try to keep a straight face. I'm too theatrical. Especially the big one, my daughter, she discerns. She'd be like, What's wrong with you? Nothing, mind your business. This is grown folks' stuff. Get away from my phone too, because I don't want you to know what I'm talking about. You could do that too. I'm good for that. I'll text talk. But <laughs> seriously though, do it. Try not to argue in front of them, try not to bicker in front of them, because again, the ultimate goal is to get you guys united and to stop allowing the sugar. manipulate the situation or feeling like they can like trigger a parent against the other or pit the parent against the other so they can get what they want shut that down don't let them get away with that so that that if i had points i didn't say necessarily a point today but if i had a point that would probably be my second point after you establish that foundation of what you guys value make sure not to argue in front of each other because again like pitting one parent against the other and all of that and disrespecting one parent in front of the other, like table, all of that, save that for some other time, deal with it offline, deal with it respectfully together and, and go from there. So I, I want you guys to really be seriously considering that. Take a sip of your coffee, take a sip of your tea. I know, I know. I, I know today is one of those. And what I, I know as well, because I've been hearing it more and more is that because everybody's at home, guess what? It's happening so much more now, right? And so this is being being illuminated and it's happening. And I want everybody to win in this because I want you guys as a couple to win. Because guess what? Little Timmy and all them, they're going to go one day. They're going to be out of your house. God willing, they're going to be out of your house, living their own lives, doing their own thing, right? And guess who's going to be left behind? It's going to be you and your parenting partner right? And so you want to make sure that you guys are in a good space together, not just for yourselves, but also for little Timmy and also for when the looking out into the future, when little Timmy leaves or little Susie leaves, you guys are still good and you have something to look forward to together. And for you parenting partners out there, I haven't forgot that honestly, things fall apart. Families fall apart. Couples don't stay together. And that's when it's even more essential and more important to make sure that hey this is how we're parenting hey this is what we believe in hey this is what we value i don't care if you know you're going to two different households the same message is going to be sent across the board and this is what we agree with this is what we don't agree with this is what we're doing because i mean it gets even touchier in those kind of situations and these same rules can be applied even to parents Who are not together, where you're co parenting in different spaces. Especially when new, you know, new like step parents come onto the scene, it's even more important then because now you're bringing a third party who came from a different house with different rules and different values and different things. So you gotta make sure that you have that in place. So I'm gonna leave you guys with some with some tips because you guys know I can't I can't be telling you stuff without an action plan because I'm an action plan kind of girl and that's how I roll. So first I want you guys to really keep at the forefront of your mind that you guys love each other. At some point you and if you and if you you know if you're trying to figure that out, right? Um, If it has gotten to the point of where you guys are like, I can't even look at you. It happens. I want you to remember that you love your sugar. And at one point, you guys loved each other. I don't want you to get so focused on every negative thing about that person. And maybe there's a laundry list. I don't know. But I do know at some point you liked that person and loved that person enough to make that little sugar you got right now. So I need y'all to get that together. And know that you love your sugar. If you can't agree on anything else, know that you love your sugar. Know that your sugar has a purpose. Know that you still have purpose, right? And there's things in your life you need to accomplish and there's things in your sugar's life that they need to accomplish. And it is your duty as mom and dad to make sure that you're equipping this sugar for their purpose in this world, right? So if you, again, if you can't agree on anything else, agree on that. That we have this sugar, they have a purpose, we need to drive that agenda, we need to agree on something in that on what that looks like. Okay? That's first. All right. Second, take notes, y'all. I ain't playing with y'all. Or rewind. Forgive each other. It's hard. It hurts. Um Sometimes people do unforgivable things or things that just seem like, I I don't know how in this moment I'm going to forgive you. I get it, I get it. Even in healthy marriages, there comes a time and a place to where forgiveness does not come that easy. But you're forgiving them, and this may sound cliche, not for them, but for you. You're forgiving them because you're not going to be healthy trying to forge a a united front for some kids if you're still stuck on what happened in the past you gotta let it go and if there was a a traumatic situation or a trauma that happened within your your marriage and it is you know beyond like like beyond your your inner being Invite a third party because it's impossible to move forward if you're holding on to the past. And if you haven't healed, you have to heal yourself first. Yes, I know I'm a speech and language pathologist, but again, I'm also a wife. I'm also a mom and I'm also human and and I've seen some stuff. And so I'm telling you that you have to forgive. You got to move on. If you're going to stay in that union... If you're going to parent together, if you've decided you're not going to be in a union together, but you're still going to parent together, you're still going to have to forgive them because you still got to make decisions together for the sugar's life. So either way it goes, it's a win-win situation. Please forgive. Like, just do your best. All right. Third. Third. Be willing to be open and honest. Be willing to be open and honest. I don't know what's up with society nowadays to where it is it's, Sometimes my heart gets grieved because we have become so superficial that we can't, even be, we can't even have honest conversations. How you doing? Fine. Really not fine. You can tell. Look at the person's face. Not fine. I don't like when people ask me that question, especially if they don't want an honest answer. Like, don't ask me how am I doing. And if I've had a horrible day, I'm going to tell you my day has been awful. And if you don't want the real answer, don't ask a question. My thing is like, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. And so I, I would say in this case, like, you've got to be honest. you got to be open. you got to be vulnerable. you got to be willing to do those things. You, you need to bring when you are having this conversation with your spouse, with your parenting partner, You need to bring your values, hopes, and dreams to the table. If again, you are not in a union still with that parenting partner, you need to bring your sugars, you know, the values, hopes, and dreams you have for your sugar to the table. If you are a couple, bring your values, hopes, and dreams to your partner. So you guys can be praying together and believing together and making a map for that to forge ahead. If you are not together again, then bring your values, hopes, and dreams for your sugar. Why? because if I understand your thought process and what you're doing and why you're doing it, then it makes it make more sense to me. Like it makes more sense if I understand. But if you tell me because I told you so, or because I said so, or this is just how I do, that's not helping. That's not helping me understand you. It's not helping me move forward with you. It's not helping, it's not helping. So you gotta get to that place to where you're being honest. Okay, be honest. And, and honestly, it's helpful for you. Like, it's super helpful for you. Just recalibrating and continually asking yourself, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Like, you need a map. You can't just say because I said so. Because that might be, if you're doing it because you said so, that might be something you're bringing from back from over there or over there, not here, right? So be careful and be mindful and, and let that pride go. Y'all all right. Fifth. Except that you are going to have to compromise. Compromise, compromise, compromise. You know marriage is one big compromise. Nobody ever said that before you say I do because all we're thinking about is fluffy, happy dates and he brought me flowers and then we went on a date and it was beautiful, it was magical. He said everything right and she said everything right and it was wonderful. And, oh my gosh, and guys are visual. So they're just looking at how you look and they do fall in love, but they ain't looking at what you look like and then and you're, thinking you're looking at how he just emotionally sparks you and nobody ever tells you that like, after a while, he's like, you're still going to be beautiful. You're beautiful. Women, you're beautiful. But after a while, he's seeing you. And even if you're reinventing yourself, he's still seeing you, right? And, and you're still going to knock his socks off. And something about him is still going to be interesting. And it's still going to be fun. And it's still going to be whatever it was. But you still don't have to compromise. Like nobody tells us that we're going to have to compromise. Marriage is a big old compromise. And I mean, not just like compromise do we want to live in the city or the suburbs? Do we want to live in a flat a house? Do we want to, you know, do I want to stay home when I have the kids or do I have to work? If I, if you live in the Bay Area, you most likely got to work. Um, but if, it, if you're somewhere else, you may not have to. And if you live in the Bay Area and you don't have to work and that's conversation, good job, right? But except that you are going to have to compromise something. Um, nobody should control everything. Everybody should be compromising something. And I mean, even down to the silly stuff. Do you like white or wheat bread? That could be a fight. My husband loved white bread. He came up in the house with white bread. I hate white bread. Get that out of here. It's, those darts. I don't want that. And for you white bread lovers, I'm sorry. I don't like it. I like wheat. And so that was compromised. Eventually, that was that was one area I got my way. He likes sweets. I can't stand sweets unless it has to be a good reason for me to want a sweet around. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. I'm not interested. It doesn't get me going, but he does. And then the kids caught on to it and they like it. So I can't be like, you can't have sweets. You know, that's mean. You can't do that to people. And so you have to compromise and find that balance in there. So, you know, eh, eh. Sixth, this is going to be ongoing. I don't want you to think that after one conversation, (laughs) after one sit down, uh, that you guys are going to have it all mapped out. It's gonna be ongoing. It's impossible to believe that you're gonna have one meeting together and have everything ironed out. Your child grows, you grow. You evolve, your child evolves. Things change. You have to continue to come to that table to stay united. Uniting does not happen overnight and it does not come after one sit down. So be okay with that, be comfortable with that. And it just continues. It takes open communication. Like you're going to have to continue to communicate together. It, you have no choice if you're going to be united with anything. Think about your friendships, right? You don't have a friend that you talk to once in a year and that's it. Like that It doesn't work like that. Relationships don't work like that. So thinking that becoming united together for the sake of making sure that your sugar isn't running the show, that's going to take time. Like it's okay, but... Even coming to the table that initial time and just establishing like, this is what I believe. This is what we believe. This is what we value. Like that's huge in and of itself, but you're going to have to continue to refine it and make little changes and make little tweaks and get rid of some things and add some things. It's all right. Just keep at it. All right. And finally, finally, y'all. I say this all the time and you're going to hear it now. And you're going to probably read it and you're probably going to hear it from me. Anything with with my name attached to it, you are going to hear me say, world changers, show yourself some grace. We do not show ourselves enough grace. We feel like we have to be perfect. We feel like we have to do everything perfect. We feel like if we don't do things perfectly, then that we are failures like things are like we learn through processes, through progress through bumps in the road, some things we are naturally good at, some things we are not so good at. And and the areas that may be a struggle, you're going to have to show yourself some grace because if you beat yourself up, then eventually you're not going to want to keep trying. I'm yet to see the person who keeps failing at something that they're genuinely not good at continue to try. You've got to show yourself grace. You gotta show yourself mercy. You have to give other people, people grace and you have to give them mercy as well because nobody's perfect. You didn't marry a perfect person. You didn't come into this marriage with a perfect person. And as perfect as you think your sugar is, not a perfect person. Nobody's perfect. Perfection is, is it's not a thing. And that's where grace comes in. And you're going to have to just continue to give and show grace. And by doing so, and by allowing yourself to go through this process, not only are you teaching your sugar without preaching to your sugar, how to collaborate, how to compromise, how to establish, how to have teamwork, how to resolve conflict, and honestly, how to love how to love a person through something, how to love a person when they're going through something, how to love a person just because it's the nice thing to do because you genuinely love and have that person's best interest at heart. That's a selfless act and and it's not always easy. You can do this. Even if you're not with your parenting partner, those are things that you guys can do and they're things that you guys can model for your sugars. So world changers, I know, I know that this one, This is not a a concrete topic. It's an abstract topic. And I know it's not necessarily an easy topic to deal with. I I understand that. And I also understand that, again, being a world changer, it just takes going against the norm. It it takes a lot out of you. And and it takes a different mind frame. It takes a, a shift. But know that I genuinely, genuinely believe in you. And not only do I believe in you, I believe that you can do this because guess what? I'm doing it as we speak. I, I do it all the time. And, and we continually, my husband and I, we keep coming to the table and we don't always see eye to eye, but the willingness to continue to come to the table is what keeps us going. And that, that's honestly it. And a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer, a whole lot of prayer. Pull up her, I'm not gonna lie, pull up her. It works for us. That's what we need in order to be united for our kids. And the benefits of, you know, one child not trying to play one against the other, they know, don't try that in our house because they know we ain't having that. And they know that we talk so much that eventually somebody's gonna find out something. And so they can't, you know, they could barely, especially before COVID, they couldn't even tell my husband something new because I've been talking to him throughout the day. He knows what's going on. And so he'll come through the door. Hey, how you doing? Why'd you do that? What happened? What's going on? We need to have a sit, we need to have a sit down, or you know, we need to do XYZ, or why weren't you listening to your mama? Or why were you, you know, what are you doing with your life? Let me help you get yourself together. So that that's what happens. You know, the conversation shifts. And when you guys are aligned together and you guys are, you know, allies in this, the love and the respect for each other. Game changer. Game changer. Because when you know and you know without a shadow of a doubt that your your parenting partner, your spouse that person that you dressed all up in your beautiful dress for and decided to say I do for, and that that woman that you got all decked out, got your hair lined up, got the whole thing together, right? For that person, you decided to say I do. Are they not worth it, you know? And and is peace in the house not worth it? Isn't that worth it? Like, I think we can try it out. I'm just saying, I don't know everything, but the stuff I know, I know what I don't know. Yeah, I'm working at it. I show myself grace. (laughs) (laughs) all right so y'all until the next time you guys are wonderful continue to send in your questions continue to send in your thoughts continue to just reach out plug in continue to share i've been seeing people share more of my facebook uh post and my instagram post keep sharing that stuff keep getting the word out there because again like we are better together we are a community and guess what we're we're trying to start a revolution here right we're, we're doing our thing That's how we roll, right? So until the next time, you guys, take care.